New Thought Guy. Yeah. So first I want to um, tell you that uh, I heard this story about a famous painter, a world famous painter, and she uh, started developing some eye, eye troubles and wasn't able to see as well as she should. It was ruining, messing up with her career. So she went to see the best eye surgeon that she could find in the world. And uh, after delicate surgery and, and many weeks of, um, of therapy, physical therapy for her eyes, um, her eyesight was restored. And uh, so she was very uh, grateful, of course, to this eye surgeon. And she said, listen, I, what I, I want to I gift you um, some artwork. I want to come to your office and I want to paint you a mural. And, you know, he was, of course, very honored because this was a very famous painting. So she did that and decided um, to uh, unveil it with a press conference. And the press came and all these people came and they, they saw this beautiful uh, mural of an eye. She did a mural of an eye. And uh, one of the um, reporters went up to the, to the doctor and said, so, um, so doctor, uh, what was your first reaction to this, to this newly painted office, to this re renowned artist creating this mural of this eye? What was your reaction? And the doctor smiled and he said, well, I said to myself, Thank heavens I'm not a proctologist. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanksgiving is over, finally. Oh my God. So now we get to hear Christmas tunes for the next four weeks or more. So we don't have to talk to uncle whoever about the impeachment. We don't have to convince our sister-in-law that science of mind is not Scientology. <laughs> we don't have to gorge on food, at least for the next few weeks. Rumi said, where gratitude, wear gratitude, like wear gratitude, like a cloak, and it will feed every corner of your life. Wear gratitude like a cloak and it will feed every corner of your life. We talked about gratitude last week, and of course, gratitude and Thanksgiving is, is very big in, in, this, in this week, and this weekend especially. And I wanted to start our month with that, uh, similar to how I ended our month with gratitude. Our theme, like I said earlier, is decorating your life. That is the theme for December. All the talks will be about decorating your life, the colors, the thoughts, the feelings that you bring into your life. Albert Einstein said there are only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. Now, too many of us live our lives in a program in a perspective, in an idea of survival. Like you may have nine things in your life going really, really great, but you totally and most often focus on that one thing that's not so going so great. It's kind of a, a woe is me attitude, like I've said before. But others live their life in what I call Thrival 
<laughs> they focus on those nine great things going on. That doesn't mean they ignore the one thing that, that needs to be worked on, that needs to be busted through. But their perspective on life is those nine great things that are happening. They have a wow is me attitude. They know and understand and relate and allow to reveal the infinite possibilities that are there in the universe. There's a Japanese word called seshin. Seshin means touch the heart mind. Now we know, because I've talked about it before, that the heart mind is that is that brain that is within the actual organ of our heart that emits very similar um, hormones and cells as the brain does when the brain is connecting synapses, etc., etc., to create thoughts. It also happens in our heart, and they talk to each other. So Sashin touched the heart-mind. What happens is between today, December 1st, and next Sunday, December 8th, monks around the world partake in what is called the Rohatsu Session. Now, Rohatsu translates as December 8th. So it's the touch the heart mind on December 8th. So what happens is during this week, they, they go into this uh, intense meditation retreat and they reflect on their spiritual practice from the year. In the Science of Mind book, it says every day and every hour we are meeting the eternal realities of life. And in such degree as we cooperate with these eternal realities, with love, in peace, in wisdom, and in joy, believing and receiving, we are automatically blessed. Our prayer is answered before it is uttered. You don't have to speak it. You have to know it. This is the jumping off point. Cooperating with these eternal realities in love and peace, in wisdom and in joy, believing and receiving. Like the monks are doing this week. I want us to together um, start digging a little deeper into our spiritual practice. Practice our practice. Whether you do it zero times a week, for five minutes a day, for 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day. The Buddha meditated without moving for seven weeks. Oh my gosh, yes. 49 days before the ultimate experience of revelation and insight occurred for him, which happened Sunday, December 8th. Well, it might not have been Sunday then, but so you know. But, but but we don't need to follow the Buddha's exact <laughs> protocol, okay? I don't need you to just turn everything off and for 49 days sit in some position and don't move. Uh, maybe have a straw. <laughs> you don't have to do that because each moment in our lives is an opportunity to practice our spiritual practice. It doesn't have to be prayer. It doesn't necessarily have to be meditation. It could be contemplation. It could be just being quiet and listening and allowing. It could be on the freeway. And I don't say that while you're driving, but for those, of course, 
who have to use the freeway, often you know there are many moments to just sit there. <laughs> At work, the grocery store, while you're in Starbucks, I think they'll allow that, or the dry cleaner. Practice the presence of love. Practice in your mind, in your heart, in your gut. Dr. Holmes also said the only way God can evolve a spontaneous individual is to let them alone and allow them to awaken to themselves by saying, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Today is your jumping off day, off point day, to stand at the door and knock. Stand at the door of your divinity and knock. Not after the holidays, not when the new year comes and for some reason we decide we can start over. You start over every day, so let's do it right now. Examine our thoughts, fine-tune them as needed. Then when we have spiritual practice, we find that we have a greater alignment with the truth of who we are. We are God in form. We are the divine in form. We are the power and presence of the infinite possibilities, the energy, the big bang in form as Jay, as Dana, as any of us. We are here to embody the oneness with all of life because everybody even though they individualize and personalize this power and presence of the divine, everybody is of that one divine. Yes, sir. And when we understand that and when we live that and when we respect each other with um, kindness and love and light, then we know everything and everyone is. And we live as if everything and everyone is. And we find that we attract only those who have that similar belief into our lives. Come on, Pastor. With this greater <laughs> understanding and alignment, we rearrange our perspective and we enlighten ourselves. We appreciate and embody the experiences which we, which we wish to create. And then we magnetize ourselves, attracting them into our lives. We become a vibrational match to the vision, feeling, and we emanate the frequency of havingness. The frequency of havingness. I am going to have XYZ in my life. Better health, more money, um, better relationship here, there, or at work, or wherever. A more active, creative life. A knowing that my actions make a difference, that I live my purpose as well as this purpose. We have that frequency, we, we create an energy and we create a frequency, and that having this frequency brings it on because then we vibrate at the speed of the divine. If you desire wealth, stand at the door and knock. Appreciate what wealth means. Feel what wealth means to you. Wealth doesn't have to mean a whole bunch of money. What does wealth mean to you now? And what does it feel like to have it, to be it? Knock on that door. If you want to live your purpose passionately, whatever that purpose is, stand at the door and knock. 
seek out and model those who are doing what you would like to do. How did they do that? What is their attitude? What's going on there? Read about, read interviews with them or watch them if it's somebody you can watch closely and model their, not just their actions, not just them, how they made their resume look, not um, some idea of how they sat in an interview. Yes, all those things, but not necessarily that, but their perspective on life, because that's what brings them there. That's what brings the, t the time and talent and, and intellect and wisdom they have. That's how it shows up, because of their perspective. Model that. If you desire love and harmony, don't ask for it. Don't complain when it's not present. Stand at the door and knock. And bring this harmony, this idea of harmony. Invoke this idea of love and harmony in your life, in your lover's life, in your friend's life, at your, your life, at your business, wherever you are. If you desire spiritual evolution, stand at the door and knock with a consistent, intentional spiritual practice. Both of those are important. Consistent and intentional. Is not intentional. It's uh, well. Somebody taught me if I hold this and I say do something will show up. That's short shrifting yourself. You're not short shrifting God. You're short shrifting yourself. Be consistent and intentional in your spiritual practice. Give to that which nourishes your soul. Give your time, talent, and treasure to that which nourishes your soul. And understand that the power of tithing is important. Now, I don't mean tithing like it says in the, in the scriptures or anything. You don't have to have that specific number. It's the, the idea of tithing, the idea that that which nourishes your soul, you share your time, talent, and your treasure with that. Stand at the door of the presence within and appreciate and attune with the surrounding splendor of creation. Attune yourself with nature. Get out there. Sit there, look in the eyes of your dog or the baby, the grandchild, the niece, the nephew. Take care of one another in the earth. Affirm ourselves as abundant beings without lack and limitation. I don't care if, you've, if you have that lack and limitation thought, belief in your head right now. Okay, fine. That's from before. Now you start working on it. And, and if all you can do at this point is tell it to, to get the hell out of here, then that's enough right now. Because that's going to give you strength, and that's going to give you... Um, and that's going to empower you to go beyond just that saying, just that telling it, which is powerful itself. Give freely, lovingly, and mightily like the sun does. You know, the sun doesn't want feedback. The sun doesn't need feedback. The sun doesn't need thanks. The sun just does what the sun does, and it shines and warms us. It lights us equally and grandly, each and every one of us. It doesn't choose you over you. It doesn't choose me over Steve. It is equal. There's an abundant revelation of divine power and light emanating from the sun, and, and so should from us. 
That doesn't mean you have to like everybody either. It's just you. when we know that whoever's speaking to us is the divine speaking to us, it changes our perspective. The Tao Te Ching says, when you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. When you realize there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. There's nothing lacking. It may look like it right now. Some of the facts may not seem like they're um, centered in the way you want them to. Well, okay, fine. That's old news. What are you going to do now? Now is the starting point. Not yesterday, not when you were a kid, not your parents, not your teachers, not me. Now and you is the starting point. Stand at the door and knock. Because believe me, when you do, the door will open. Because the universe is just waiting for you. Waiting for you to come knocking and come telling it what you require in your life. The starting point is now. Thank you so much. Namaste.